situation and they've spoken over your situation, but God says they've got you all wrong. They've got you all wrong. Another thing God wants me to point out to you is that ungodliness breeds and brings judgment. This is through a law called sowing and reaping. You're like, well, what's sowing and reaping? What is that? It's, these are farming terms. Sowing and reaping. When you plant a seed in the ground, it's called sowing. When that seed is watered and then it grows and produces some kind of fruit or vegetable, and then you pick it when it's harvest time, that's called reaping. What we would call it today is uh, you get what you give. Some call it karma. Uh, other people say what goes around comes around. Whatever you do to others, it come back to you. But ungodliness brings the judgment through law, through the law of sowing and reaping. Ungodliness brings God's judgment into action, and it's simply because that's how God said it. You, you plant, you water, you get a produce. So you plant a seed of righteous, you plant a seed of living the right way, then you get the right things. You plant a seed of living the wrong way, then you get the wrong things. Are you following me? Am I here? Are y'all with me? Are you with me? Are you with me? Praise God. Another thing God wants me to ask you, have we yet to reach the point where we look to God's loving ability to change the outcome of our worst choices, decisions. Are we looking to God 
Are we looking to him to the point where we look to him and his loving ability to change the outcome of our worst choices and decisions and to maneuver around all of our foolishness while producing a legendary outcome that would change the path and alter our destiny of, the, of all mankind? Are we looking for God to look are we looking to see through God's lenses and how he sees us instead of believing the lie of who we used to be in order to move into the destiny that he planned for us? Because if we do, then what happens? I want you to listen to what he said next. He said God said he delivered and saved, rescued, and spared from death righteous lot. Delivered means to be saved, rescued, or spared from death, to be brought from the point of death and into the point of life, to be rescued from the point of death and into the point of life, to be spared from the agony of death and brought into the point of life. Hmm. I ask you again, men and women of God who are students of the word, is this the same lot? Is this the same lot that we paint as a problem? Is this the same lot that we paint as blind spiritually or to spiritual things? Is this the same lot who was considered, we've been heard and taught that it was dead weight? Is this the same lot? No. No. I, I, I present to you that this is not the same lot. This is the Lot that learned from being under his righteous father, Abraham, because Lot's, Lot's father passed away. Abraham, when he was Abram, took him in and raised him as his own. Lot learned the ways of Abraham. When they split, Lot kept living in the way that he learned. Somebody say train up a child in which way he should go. And even when he is old, he will not depart from it. Train up a child that evil is evil, and when he grows up, he'll still know that evil is evil. Train up a child that, dark, that, that, that sin is sin, that, that sex without marriage is fornication, and even when they get older, they'll know that sex without marriage is fornication. Train up a child to know that a man needs to be with a woman, and a woman needs to be with a man. And even when they get older, even when society is saying that it's okay for men and men to come together and women and women to come together, they will know, uh-uh, no, they'll stand at the gate. <laughs> they'll stand at the gate of righteousness. They'll stand at the gate against culture. They'll stand at the gate against fitting in. They'll stand at the gate against recklessness. They'll stand at the gate and they'll walk with and trust God. The next thing we learned is that Lot was, the righteous Lot was troubled with the filthy behavior of the wicked. Mm, mm. Listen, there are things occurring in today's society that are no different than Sodom and Gomorrah. These things should make us uncomfortable. Have you just kind of have a passe move about the things that you see going on in your neighborhood? 
Are you not praying or ministering or standing at the gate of evil and preaching the word of God, standing at the gate of evil and ministering who God is, standing at the gate of evil and living holy and not trying to be cool, not trying to be uh, to, 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 to be accepted by the culture, not trying to come down to the young, to reach the young, but to try to bring up the young into maturity in God. What are you, are, are you, are you, uncomfortable with the events that are happening before your eyes. Are we uncomfortable? Because we should be uncomfortable. We should find no rest and relaxation in the face of all the evil around us, but should stay in a place of prayer for this evil and dark and wicked world because we are placed in our cities, placed in our states, placed in our regions, placed in these areas to be at the gate praying and interceding and walking the lost into salvation, walking the lost to Jesus Christ, walking the lost to the Father God, walking the lost to be filled with the Spirit, walking the lost, standing at the gates. Standing, not laying, not not happy because I got my house and I got my car and I got my job, you know, so to hell with the world. No, we don't live like that. I got my home. I got my dollars. I got my bank account. So to hell with the world. No, 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 no. We don't live like that. I got my cheese. I got my cheddar. My pockets is full. I'm good. I'm, my belly is full. Oh, I got everything I need. I don't. Uh, no, I, 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 I love the way my uh, overseer Cannon, my sister say, she say, she say, <laughs> it's not all about my phone no more. I, I need you to hear this. The Holy Spirit wants you to know. Gone are the days of just sitting back on your rump and not praying for the people around you, not praying for your city, not praying for your county and every county. Uh, get on your phone and get and, and look up and find out how many counties are in your state and pray for all of them. Get on your phone and find out what the population is of your state and pray for all of them. Get on the phone and find out what the population is for your nation and pray for all of them. Pray for your leaders. Because you're standing at the gates of God's judgment. You're standing at the gates to help others that would receive from God's judgment. The Bible just told us that Lot told his sons. Lot was trying to, Lot was bringing to his sons-in-laws a word of salvation. Let me say that again. Somebody missed it. I don't understand. I feel, I hear crickets. I hear mice. I hear dogs barking. I hear everything but an amen. But I'm saying, by way of the Holy Spirit, Lot had a chance to offer his sons, listen to me, in-laws, son-in-laws, salvation. And the strange thing about this is his son, his sons-in-laws never were intimate with his daughters. They never consummated their marriages because the Bible told us that the Lot said, I have two daughters that have never known a man, yet he had son-in-laws, which means they were engaged or what they called back then betrothed. But if they had listened, 
they wouldn't have burned down with the city. If they had listened, they wouldn't have met fire and brimstone. I want you to know that fire and brimstone is defined, fire, sulfur, and brimstone are defined as cleaning agents or punishments for dark evil. He refines it by fire. But that fire can be the fire of revival the fire of salvation for the one who listens, for the one who says, yes, God, I hear you. Yes, God, I need you. Yes, God, I know I'm not who I used to be. Yes, God, I'll stand at the gate. Yes, God, I'll do what you asked me to do. You've got me all wrong. If you want to hold me to what you I used to be, you've got me all wrong. Hashtag, I'm so much more than you see. Hashtag, dig a little deeper. Hashtag, God's plans for me are greater than who I used to be. Are you listening? Are you listening? For that righteous man, Lot, that righteous man, Lot, Lot was a righteous man living among them. Lot was a holy man living among them. They said that Lot made, them a, made a feast for them. The Bible says, declares that he made a feast for them in unleavened bread. Well, if you know about the word, unleavened bread symbolizes the purity of the word. It symbolizes that Lot knew and practiced faithfully his beliefs. So though Lot was in an evil place, though Lot chose the wrong way to go, Lot still did not conform. Lot still did not change to become like the people around him. Lot still did not turn into drinking. Lot still did not run in and out the clubs. Lot still did not go out chasing after men knowing he's a man. Lot still did not go after woman after woman, but was what the Bible calls the husband of one wife. Lot still was a faithful father. Lot still stood at the gate Lot still did exactly what he was placed where he was placed to do what he was called to do but who but living among them who are they who are them who are they these are the ungodly. These are people who hated God. These are wicked men who hated God. Wicked men and women. They hated God. Well, how do you hate God? You hate God when you continually know that God is, and yet you continue to live in an evil way. Your actions show or prove that you're hating God. One more thing. He says, in seeing and hearing them, and witness and seeing and hearing him. In other words, he was witnessing daily evil. Had his righteous soul pain day after day. Day after day, he was disgusted of what he's seen. Listen, the Lord wants me to tell you this. In all we have been taught about Lot, we still have a lot to learn. <laughs> In all that we've heard and been taught and expressed about who Lot is, we still had a lot to learn. 
Lot did not do the evil that he seen. Lot did not live the way he did. Some of you under the sound of my voice are not living. Um, we're not living according to what we see. We're not trying to be like what other people want us to be. We're not trying to fit into the image of social media and TV. We're not trying to be like Lil Yachty and, and the baby. We're not trying to be and live like Cardi B and Little Kim and, 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 and uh, Nicki Minaj. We're not trying to be and live and move with a form of godliness but denying the power thereof, Kanye West. We're not trying to stand in a way that looks like I'm somewhat God, but then I'm moving, trying to be like everybody else. I want to fit in and be accepted by the world, but I want to claim Jesus Christ. That's Baalism. That's Baalism. That's where you take the, you take the beliefs of the world and then you mix it with a little bit of God. Yes. That's Baal, Baalism, Baalism. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. What I do is I take a little, I, I, I live how I want to live in the club and in the streets and on the block. And then, you know, I still rep Jesus on Sunday. Uh, you know, I, 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 I'll even, I'll even go to Bible study, you know, and chime in for a minute. They do it online now. I do it on prayer line now. I can chime in. And I'm halfway in the world and I'm halfway out. I'm living under the Jezebel or the Baalism that is taught. I want to merge the ways and my filthy ways of who I used to be, and, and, and I want to mix it up in the pie. Uh, like It's almost like me going out and scooping the, uh, some dirt and sand and coming and throwing it in my cake mix and thinking the cake is going to come out fluffy. Are you with me? Are you with me? Are you with me? Yeah, yeah. It's almost like going out into the uh, into the dog park and scooping up some dog feces and throwing it into my greens and thinking they're gonna be the nothing. <laughs> Are you hearing me? It's, it, these, this is what he was paying, and and I'm closing. I'm closing. I I know some of y'all wondering when is he gonna close. I'm closing. Because some of you needed to know that, 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 that God placed you in a position in your family. He placed you at the gate of your family. He placed you at the gate of a generation. He placed you at the gate of a society. He placed you at the gate of a lost neighborhood, a lost city, a lost state. He placed you at the gate of a lost church. And you've been wondering why you, you, you've been, you haven't been treated, why you haven't been treated this way, because God had a view and a vision when he placed you there, when your steps were ordered to be there, that you would be at a gate to where God could bring either a revival and salvation, watch this, or a judgment. Mm-hmm complaining because you've been treated wrong in this particular place, but you were never meant to fit in that place. You were meant to bring out of that place. You were meant to stand at the gate of that place. You were meant to, to pull out of a generation, not to come back in. You were meant to be the gate and the doorway that God uses to pull away from a family that is going to hell in a handbasket to bring them out, but not to go back into where they wanted you to be or to conform or to return to the old death 
led you, dead man walking, you don't want to walk back into that old way, the corpse of your past. You are set at the gate of your family, of a generation and of a nation, of a city and of a state and of a region to bring in the judgment or the salvation of God. You see, you see if, you go, if you go to the book, Peter, if you go, Peter reminds us, he said that, that, that God wants all men. God is not slack concerning his promises, but God wants that all men to come into repentance and salvation of Jesus Christ. In the book of Ezekiel, it was put like this. He said, God told Ezekiel, he said, I do not desire in the death of a wicked. He said, I have no pleasure in the death of the wicked, but that the wicked turn, that means repent. That the wicked turn, that means comes to God. That the wicked turn, that means look to Jesus. That the wicked turn, that means come out of the darkness. That the wicked turns come out of sexual, homosexuality. That the wicked turns stop jumping from bed to bed. That the wicked turns from who he used to be and comes to me, God says. Come to me, God says. Genesis 13, 13 tells us, but the men of Sodom were wicked and sinners against the Lord. The men of God were wicked and sinners against the Lord. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> what does this prove? Mm, 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 mm. Well, we, I know y'all like right now, we, don't we want to know, are y'all curious, what exactly did Sodom and Gomorrah do? <laughs> yeah, they were homosexuals and lesbians, and we know that. It's always been preached. We, that's how we preach against homosexuality and lesbianism. We bring up Sodom and Gomorrah all the time. But that was not the only thing that Sodom and Gomorrah was guilty of. Ezekiel 16, verses 48 through 50, reminds us, watch this. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Let me, let me go there because I'm, I'm hungry, right? I'm, 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 I'm closing it out. I want to make sure we close this out. The Holy Spirit said close this out with a bang. Let's go there real quick. I'm, I'm going to tap in there real quick. As I live, says the Lord. That's 16, verse 48 of Ezekiel. As I live, says the Lord God, neither Sodom, your sister, nor her daughters did as you have done, you and your daughters. He's talking to his own people. Listen. See, this was the wickedness of your sister Sodom. Listen to this. Pride. Listen to this. Pride. Listen to this. Pride. The fullness of bread and abundance of idleness was in her and her daughters. Listen to this. And she did not strengthen the hands of the poor and needy. Come on. Okay, I'm going to keep going. And they were haughty and committed abomination in front of me. Therefore, I took them away as I saw good. Some other, some, some other versions say, therefore, I destroyed them. Therefore, I wiped them out. I let them have it, God said. Because they were full of pride, arrogant. They just know it all. It's all about me. Fullness of bread. Fullness of bread. So pride, that means I'm proud. You see, sometimes we use the word proud, and, and, and don't get me wrong. There's nothing wrong with, being, with having, I guess, with having a certain 
love for someone that does the right thing or moves in the right fashion. But the Bible says that pride goes before destruction and haughtiness and a haughty spirit before a fall. In other words, pride can lead you to destruction and you're going to fall. When you're full of pride, you're going to fall. When you're full of pride, you get disappointed. So many people, I mean, you'll be proud. You'll be proud and you'll be speaking and you're talking about this one particular child. And then when they do that one thing, then you're disappointed. Or something shifts and changes, then you, 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 you feel like, ah, lost. But pride was one, full of fullness of bread. You know what that means? That means they, they were content on all sides. They had what they needed. But he said that they denied the poor. But fullness of bread also can mean this. Watch this. Fullness of food, fullness of money, but it can also mean they were gluttonous. That they were in love with eating food. That they were obese with the ways of eating. Fullness of bread. That they were self-dependent. What does that mean? Fullness of bread means that they had everything that they needed. Fullness of bread means that they were self-dependent. And what that make you? That means that that makes you not look to God. So they weren't, they weren't looking for God. They had blessings, and they were blessed. Oh, hallelujah. Woo-wee. But they weren't looking to God. They ignored the poor. They weren't helping nobody out that was poor. They were stubborn, but they also, when they say abominations, he's talking about, Bible. the Bible says that man sleeping with man is an abomination to God. Woman sleeping with woman is an abomination to God, and it leads to death. This is said in the book of Leviticus. But they also worship false gods. They worship things and creatures and animals and, and, and each other through having evil relations. So the sins of Sodom were greater than just homosexuality. God saw the lifestyle and how, how Sodom moved and it made God angry. But God had a man there. See, once you, when you read the Bible, you'll find that God always found a man. Jesus was the ultimate man who stood between all of mankind and God's judgment and then was given as a sacrifice so that we could come out of darkness and into knowing God so that we could stop being separated from God but have a relationship with God so that God again could be our Father who art in heaven God always needed a man. Abraham stood between, uh, stood between man and God. He stood between the destruction of a city that was about to be destroyed. But I, oh, hallelujah. Listen, 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 listen. Oh, hallelujah. Holy Spirit, give me an interpretation of that. Listen. He always needed a man. Jesus was the ultimate man that stood. Ezekiel stood in there. Isaiah stood in there. Elijah stood in there. Elisha stood in there. Uh, it, it never stopped. Paul, the apostle, stood in there. Uh, uh, Peter stood in there. John the Baptist stood 
stood in there. God always had a righteous man because he is so just that he will not pass judgment without having a righteous example before you that can lead you to him so that you know that you had a choice to come, but if you denied it, when the judgment came, God stood unblamed because he gave us away. Are you following me? Listen, listen. God wants me to tell you this proves God's amazing power and authority and ability to save us from, well, listen to me, to save us from giving in to temptation of the evil and sin or to sin or to do evil. This proves that even in the most wickedest place, God has the ability to preserve us, to give us the strength not to give in, not to keep falling the same way. When at the, watch this, but while at the same time saving the righteous person who chooses to follow God, even though he or she is not perfect. <laughs> They fall from time to time, but guess what they do? They get up and they keep going after God. They keep following God. They don't stay in the same place of darkness, of evil, of being lost. Lot was not perfect. Lot made mistakes. Lot went in the wrong direction. Lot was in a place full of evil. Lot was not perfect, but the Bible declares Lot was righteous. Lot wasn't known as a great, but he was righteous through keeping his faith. Are you hearing me? He was righteous. The Bible said his righteous soul was pained day after day, looking at the evil around him. Is your righteous soul today, is your righteous soul pained with the evil you see around you? Or have you grown cold and apathetic? Apathetic means you just don't have no feelings about it. You've been desensitized. Desensitized means your senses have been dulled. It means your feelings have been made feeling less. It means that you've adapted and you've accepted. So when you walk past somebody getting beat on the corner, you just keep walking. You don't stop and pray. You don't intercede. You don't try to do nothing. You don't pray. You don't rebuke the devil. You just keep pushing. It ain't me. As long as it ain't me. As long as it ain't me. And I'm not saying jump into a gun hanging out situation, but I'm saying from a distance, you can rebuke a devil. You can cast out a demon. And so Lot was up early every day and he stood posted at the gate. An intercessor ready, standing between God and evil, standing between judgment and salvation, standing between walking righteous 
and walking in evil, standing as a representation of how to stand in the presence of full-blown evil. And then what did that lead to? The Bible promises that the Bible promises that if you be saved, you and your house will be saved. Noah believed, found grace with God, and Noah was able to be saved. But not only was Noah saved, his whole family was saved because they believed and went with him. In Lot's case, Lot's family believed. But his son-in-laws didn't believe. In Noah's case, his daughter-in-laws did believe. They went with their husbands. But in the opposite, in Lot's case, the sons-in-laws didn't believe but thought he was a madman, and they died in the judgment. Who in your life is dying under the judgment? Who in your life can use a word from you from God? Who in your life can be in benefit from knowing that Jesus Christ is the way, the truth, and the life to get them out of death and to bring them into life so that they can be brought into the covering? Because if we walk in, our, our house can be saved. Our house means it represents us and those that are connected to us. With that being said, he was, he, once again, saving the part of his family that was willing to leave when God said leave and not look back. His sons-in-laws, they burned because they didn't believe and they stayed in Sodom. They thought Lot was tripping, and they melted with the cities. When we go further, you find that his wife and his two daughters left with him, but they, his wife, looked back, though they had been warned not to look back, not to turn back. And his wife turned into salt, a statue of salt. So what she looked back into, she turned into, because one of the components of brimstone and sulfur is salt. So she couldn't keep pushing toward the new beginning without looking back to what was already dead. And because it was, she looked back to what was already dead, she died. Her soul was behind her, and so her body followed where her soul was. Are you still, are we still looking behind wow. to who our soul was? Are we still looking behind to what God told us is dead? Are we still looking behind to what people said we used to be? I'm going to give you this quote that the Holy Spirit gave me. I, I just, I, it hit me so hard. I said, I'm, I'm giving it to him. The Holy Spirit said, 
we're going to need to move past our past. Listen to this. We're going to need to move past our past in order to get to the fullness of our present. Let me say that again. We're going to need to move past our past in order to get the fullness of our present. Why? To experience the overflow of what God is trying to do in our future. In order to experience the overflow of what God is, why did I say trying to do? Because God won't force himself on you. God is a gentleman. He gives you the option. God said, told many of them, I've, I, I've charged, I've charged the angel, I, I charge you this day before the angels in heaven and before the earth. I have set before you two paths, life and death, blessings and cursings. What do you think that the Garden of Eden was about? The tree of life and the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. Y'all know if I've been on here, y'all know I don't even call it the knowledge of good and evil. I call it the tree of death and disobedience. So he said, before them, the tree of life and the tree of death. He set before them blessing and cursing. It has always been that God has set before us blessing and cursing. God stood at the gate of Sodom and Gomorrah as the way before blessing and cursing, before salvation and judgment. Where are we standing in our cities and in our nations and on our blocks between our children? Are we standing between life and death? Death and life, are we standing between and directing them towards God? Are we living the life? There it is. Are we living the life so that they can see? The Bible puts it this way. Let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father who is in heaven. Translation. Let the way you live point people to God. Let the Bible that they read of your life, because some of them never going to pick up a Bible. As it is said, what they say, if you want to hide something from a black man, you want to hide something from a black man, put it in the book. If you want to hide it from anybody these days, not just black no more. You want to hide it from anybody, put it in the book, because most people don't like to read. They want to go on the Internet and Google everything. Listen. Listen, listen. He says, Holy Spirit says, Refusing to let go of yesterday can slow down, stagnate, and neutralize your today and brutally murder and bury our tomorrow. In other words, refusing to let go of what happened yesterday and who we used to be kills and murders our tomorrow. It kills your story. It kills your story. It kills your story. The Lord told me to tell you you're not who you used to be. They've got you all wrong. You're not where you used to go. They've got you all wrong. You're not who your old family sees you as. They've got you all wrong. There's no way, there's nothing about you that is the same. You have been, you have died and been crucified when in the body of Christ. And when he rose, you rose with him and you have been seated 
it with him in the heavenly places far above everything that you used to be and every enemy that you used to face. All God is waiting for us to do is to tap in for the power of the Holy Spirit and to allow him to lead us and to pull us and to give us the strength that we don't have so that we can walk the way God wants us to walk so that we can lead the way God wants us to lead so that we can stand the way God wants us to stand and so that we can post at the gate and be God's light post at the gate and be God's word post at the gate and be God's deliverance post at the gate and be God's right to judge those who won't follow. To be God's right to judge a city, to be God's right to judge a nation, to be God's right to judge rightfully, holy, and without the blame or pointing of a finger saying that God was wrong or that I never had a chance or I never knew when God had you positioned before them living a holy life so that the Bible of your life had them standing under the conviction of judgment. They've got you all wrong. And in my final closing, I think I'm at number four around. <laughs> I get five of them. Amen. We've often been taught that Lot was foolish. But in a city full of real fools, Lot's wisdom shined like the sun. Write this down. Write this down. Write this down. Number one, we've often been taught that Lot was foolish. But in a city full of of real fools, Lot's wisdom shine like the sun. Right? We, you can't go on other people's teaching. Uh, there, there was the Samaritan woman at the well, and, and, and after Jesus had told her all she ever done and, and, and revealed to her that he was the Messiah, she went back and she told her, her city, come see the man who told me everything that I had ever done. And, 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 then, and then they finally came because of her evangelistic efforts, because she went forth with a word that she was able to get a city brought to Christ, brought to salvation, brought to the knowing of the salvation of God, and they were saved from the judgment because she went and delivered the word. But here's what I want you to get even more. After the fact that they had seen him for their days and they asked him to stay with him two days, they asked him to stay with him two days longer, and he stayed with them two days longer. They said to the woman who was at the well, the Samaritan woman, they said, now we believe not only because of what you said, but because we have seen for ourselves. Read the word of God and learn for yourselves. Don't just take the word of the man or woman standing in the pulpit. Don't take just my word. Go into the book. Listen to these chapter and verses. Write them down and go and read them for yourself and ask God to give you the understanding. Two, not only do we often, be, uh, we often been taught that Lot was foolish, but we also been taught that Lot came when he wasn't promised. 
so so because you see that it said that 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 when God called Abram out, he left, and it says and Lot went with and his nephew Lot. Lot went with him. Are you listening? I tell you, well, I think Lot was his cousin, if I'm not mistaken. I get it though. His cousin Lot went winning. But listen, listen. Though Lot wasn't, though Lot wasn't Abe's promise. Listen to this. Write this down. Though Lot wasn't Abe's promised, he was still God's purpose. Though Lot wasn't Abe's promise, he was still God's purpose. Though you weren't the one who everybody thought you would be, though they put you in a box and said that you would only be this, God's purpose for you was so much greater. God's purpose for you to stand at the gate of your family and be a doorway to him. God's standing, God's ability for you to stand at the gate and be a doorway for people or in your neighborhood who don't know God so that when judgment comes, they won't be able to say. But how are you living? How are we living before these people? So though Lot wasn't Abe's promise, he was God's, God's purpose. He was purposed by God to be an intercessor at the gate, to be an example before a dying people. What else have we heard about Lot? That though it was said also, not only was it said that he was often that Lot was foolish and that he wasn't promised, that Lot had no vision, that Lot had no spiritual insight, that Lot had no spiritual foresight. Watch this. Yet Lot saw, write this down, yet Lot saw evil and went the opposite direction. <laughs> That's spiritual wisdom. That's spiritual maturity. In the presence of evil, Lot did an about face. And the Bible declares, the Bible declares, the word of God says, let God's word be true and let every man be a lie. The Bible declares that Lot was righteous. The Bible declares that Lot's righteous soul was pained by seeing the wicked that was around him, the lawful, the unlawful and lawless deeds of men, the depravity and darkness of evil. The Bible says that Lot was a righteous man. That means he was in right standing with God. That means that he was living in the right way according to God's law. That means that he was living in the right way according to God's moral code. That means that he was submitted to God. And these are the reasons we must go on. Excuse me. This is the reason why we, these are the reasons why we miss out on who Lot was ordained to be by God. And these are the reasons we miss. We miss out on who Lot was ordained to be by God. Yeah, because we'll often go to the end of the story where we find that Lot, um, Lot left the city of Zohar because he was fearful. He was fearful. So what was going on in the city that Lot asked that he could go to that the angels spared? for him to live there. They only spared the city because of righteous Lot. 
but Lot left that city in fear. So that means that that city must have had a portrait or an infection of Sodom and Gomorrah. And he fled into the mountains with his daughters. And the Bible records of an incestual relationship that was brought because his daughters thought that, God, that there was no man left for them. And so they drunk their father, they got their fathers drunk and they seduced him so that they could have, so that they could carry on his bloodline. Their hearts were in the right place, but their actions were out of order. They got him severely drunk, and then the Bible declares that he did not even know that they had come into his room. He did not even know that they had laid with him. This is why we can't get under strong drink. This is why we got to keep the bottle away. This is why we don't, we need to not, no, don't get to thinking it's all right. The Bible says, you know, it's all good. You know, don't get drunk though. No, it's better. Why, uh, baby, 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 let's say wine is a mocker and what? And hard liquor is a brawler. A strong drink is a is a is a brawler. So neither one of them are good. Because one may just lead to the other. After one cup of wine, you may think that wasn't enough. Let me get another one. Before you know it, that ain't enough, man. Give me some Hennessy. I need some Hennessy. Give me a couple of shots. And before you know it, you're somewhere laid up with somebody you're not supposed to be laying with. But once again, we look at that, we look at that, and then we totally miss the ending of Lot's story. That from Lot would come Moab and Ammon. Moab would produce later on in the lineage of ancestry down the line a woman who married Boaz named Ruth. Ruth was from the lineage and ancestry of Lot. Ruth is in the ancestry and bloodline of Jesus Christ. A mistake turned into a blessing. And these are the reasons we miss out on who Lot was ordained to be. Why? Because we judge his imperfections and flaws. We judge his imperfections, flaws, and setbacks. And God slides Lot's God-given purpose right into the destined salvation of the world. The Lord told me to tell you, get your eyes right. He told me to tell you, get your eyes right and see through his eyes. Get your vision straight and look for his vision. Get your mind right and look for his mind. The Bible declares that you no longer have your mind. You have the mind of Christ. You have access to the authority of Christ. You have access and been brought into the salvation and restored into a relationship as a son of God and a daughter of God through Christ. Get your eyes right. You're not who you used to be. You've got it all wrong. 
You're not who you were yesterday. You've got it all wrong. You're not who you were five minutes ago. You've got it all wrong. When this phone hangs up, you won't be who you were before you called. They've got you all wrong. No matter what they say, they've got you all wrong. You have been renewed and washed in the water of the word, regenerated and reinstated in the blood of Christ, brought back into a relationship with your heavenly father, God, because you have received the salvation because somebody stood at the gate and brought you from evil into good, from judgment into salvation, from darkness into light. And now God says they've got you all wrong because now you are at the gate posted between God and between man. Get your eyes right. God says they can't see you like he sees you. And stop looking to please them and look to please God. All glory be to God. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, I have discharged everything that you have given me to discharge in this hour. I thank you for the word that you have given us. I thank you, Father, for what you have brought before us today. Father, we thank you for standing up, for feeding us at your table. Father, I am humbled in my heart and in my soul to be a vessel of your word. I am humbled, Father, that you would choose someone like myself and who I used to be, that I've died to and walk in the fullness of Christ, to stand at the gate, posted, to be your vessel of salvation, to be a vessel of salvation, to walk those into a relationship with you so that we all have been brought and posted at the gate to stand and be a witness of God, to stand before an unholy world and to stand before demons and powers and devils and witches and to stand righteously as God's vessel in the name of Jesus. Heavenly Father, for each and every one under the sound of my voice, Father, I thank you for the seeds that have been planted. Father, I declare and decree that they will produce increase. I declare and decree that every stronghold is broken, every sickness is broken. In the name of Jesus Christ, Father, we uproot all demonic possessions, all demonic afflictions. We bind, uproot, and tear down the spirit of cancer. We bind, uproot, and in all of its forms. Cancer in every area, in the name of Jesus Christ. Every affliction, diabetes, hypertension, vision issues, in the name of Jesus, let there be light in sight and eye and orbital eye sockets, muscles, tissues, and retinas. In the name of Jesus Christ, we bind every tumor of the brain, of the heart, and of the mind. We bind every cancer of the prostate, the liver, the pancreas. In the name of Jesus Christ, we do not allow it to exist. Your word promises that we would cast out devils, that if we laid hands on the sick, they will be healed, that if we came into agreement, it shall be done. In the name of Jesus, I release the healing power of God to each and every one of the sound of my voice. I release the blood of Jesus over your life. I release the blood of Jesus in your house. I release the blood of Jesus in your home. I release the blood of Jesus in your immune system. I release the blood of Jesus in your 
your bone marrow and your bone tissue. I release the blood of Jesus over your children. I release the blood of Jesus over your job. I release the blood of Jesus over your finances. I release the blood of Jesus in your couch, in your couches, in your walls, in your ceiling, in your car, in your cushion, at your workplace. I release the blood of Jesus. The cleansing blood, the rejuvenating blood, the reviving blood. Hallelujah. The repair. Hallelujah. The reforming blood in the name of Jesus Christ. We declare and decree that everything that has been said today, all curses are broken. In the name of Jesus Christ, Satan, the Lord, rebuke your curses. Rebuke generational curses. Rebuke generational hostilities. Rebuke addictions to drugs. Hidden addictions to masturbation and pornography. Hidden addictions to men and women that are not of God that are leading you astray. Hidden addictions to the wolves and sheep's clothing under the veil of Christ that have been leading us astray. Eyes to see. Ears to hear. A mouth to declare the word. Mindful of wisdom. Words of knowledge. In the name of Jesus, I call forth the apostles, the prophets, the teachers, the men of God, the leaders, the poets, the minstrels, the praise dancers. I call forth the entrepreneurs of the kingdom of God. Hallelujah. That they may be meet in my father's house. In the name of Jesus Christ, I call forth the anointing upon you. I speak the life of God in you. I call forth you from the darkness. Rise from the ashes, son of God. Rise from the ashes, daughter of God. Rise into your purpose, remnant of God. Walk in the power of the anointing. From this day forth, I declare and decree that at the end of this call, matter of fact, starting now, you walk into your purpose. Starting now, demons have been broken. Starting now, strongholds are shattered. Starting now, hostilities are broken. Starting now, rage, wrath, anger, and hostility is canceled. Starting now, disease, sickness, and, prim- and, and infirmity is broken. Starting now, in the name of Jesus, we declare it to be fun. We declare it to be so. And we declare that the fullness of the wisdom of God is rising up in you. The fullness of the hearing of God, of the vision of God, of the understanding of God, of the walking in God. In the name of Jesus, the fire of God be upon you. The fire of God flow through you. The fire of God around your house. The fire of God in your car. The fire of God when you step. The fire of God when you speak. The fire of God when you pray. The fire of God when you decree and declare. The fire of God when you speak the word and preach the word of God. That his word flies from your mouth like a two-edged sword. Penetrates and strices the deserves and cuts away the darkness and reveals the light. In the name of Jesus, the glory of the Lord shine through you. The glory of the Lord shine through you. Over you and around you. And the fire of God be your shield. And the fire of God consume your enemies. Burn up them that they stumble and fall. Trip and fall and are buried. In the name of Jesus Christ, in their own tracks, conspiracies, hidden agendas, lies, plans, plots, and ploys. In the name of Jesus, that they come at you one way and free and flee seven trillion ways. In the name of Jesus. That the fire of his anointing rest in you. His fire of his anointing lay when you lay hands. In the name of Jesus, that the nine fruits of the Spirit come from you. That the nine gifts of the Spirit fall upon you, your house, and everything that you touch according to the will of God be unleashed and released as the Holy Spirit gives will and the power of God gives utterance because our greater works is that the right hand that our Savior is at the right hand of the Father and everything that we pray he promised that he shall do upon the it is written the greater works clause the greater works clause
yourself and we accept and receive and decree that you are now moving in a different dispensation. You are now moving in a different power. You are now moving in a different anointing. You are now moving in a different grace. You are now moving in a different authority and nothing shall overtake you. Nothing shall by any means hurt you. No weapon formed against you shall prosper and every tongue that rises against you shall be condemned. Everything in you that has been broken is healed in the name of Jesus. Every wound, every affliction, every past trauma and childhood trauma is broken by the blood of Jesus, is healed by the blood of Jesus, is restored by the blood of Jesus. In Jesus' name, amen. Hmm. So here. Hey, 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 welcome back. Welcome back to Now the Living Word Ministries. This is that time and that season where we get prepared going into Thanksgiving, Christmas, New Year's. There are things that we want to do for you. We want to pray for you and your family. We want to pray and intercede for your lost loved ones, for those that are hurting, those that are addicted to drugs, those that have been hurt and bruised, those who have gone through the rigorous pains of life, those who have the hurts and hidden traumas that they don't normally want to share with anyone. By doing this, we fulfill the law of God. And so what I want to invite you to do is to reach out to us at our gmail as now t-l-w-m-i-n now n-o-w t-l-w-m-i-n at gmail.com send us send us your prayer requests send us the name of your loved one and we will pray for them and we will pray for them and we will pray for them so that the power of God, you can see the power of God move in your life. We will pray for you. We will intercede for you. We will do what the Lord has called us to do. Now, the living word. Now is the time. Now, we are here for you. Now, God has released us to pray. Also, we're opening a prayer room on an app 
The app spells Callin. C-A-L-L-I-N. That's C-A-L-L-I-N. Callin. Download that app and look for Now Prayer Warriors. We're about to open up and I'm excited to do the will of the Lord because I know that by doing the will of the Lord, everything that he has promised to be or to happen in this season of our lives will happen. And so to remember that app is calling on the Google and the app store with iPhone with the um, iPhone operating system. Don't miss out on your breakthrough, your blessing, your healing, and a word of encouragement, a word of prayer, a word of faith, a word of love, a word of knowledge, a word of wisdom, a word of increase, a word of expectation, a word of preparation for the things to come. I just want to sign off for you, signing off for myself, my beautiful wife, and our lovely daughter. Listen, God loves you, and there is none greater than he. God is your God. He says, call unto me, and I shall show you great mighty things that you do not know of God is here for you and we're we'll stand in agreement with you here at now the living word ministries where we believe no one should go without the living word no one should go without peace in Jesus name so if you understand my voice and you have not receive Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior and after hearing this word you say you know what I need Jesus in my life there's strangers all around me there's serpents and snakes and evil people and I need Christ now what I want you to do right now is repeat after me say Heavenly Father I come to you in the name of Jesus Christ I confess that I am a sinner in need of your salvation. I believe Jesus Christ died for my sins, for every evil thing that I've done. He nailed it to the cross. I believe that you brought him back to life on the third day and took him up to heaven where he is now seating waiting to return I believe you I receive you and I make Jesus Christ the Lord of my life now follow with me Holy Spirit Stand up in me, strengthen me, guide me, teach me, prepare me, anoint me, protect me, direct me, help me to be who I used to be, guide me into who I am called to be.
These things I declare and decree, and I receive it in Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. If you said those words with me, welcome home. Welcome home. Welcome home. You have come back where you originated from, and God is pleased with you. The Bible says that the angels and all of heaven rejoices over one sinner that repents, over one person who sees the error of who they used to be and comes to Christ to be reborn from above. I love you. We love you here at Now the Living Word Ministries. There's no way out of that. You can't change it, no matter what you do or how hard you try. We love you with the love of God. In Jesus' name, amen. Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. You are now worshiping with and rocking with now the Living Word Ministry. That's now the Living Word Ministry. You heard me now. The Living Word Ministries. No one without. Well, we believe no one should go without the gospel. No one should go without truth. No one should go without salvation. No one should go without jesus christ no one should go without food no one should go without a roof over their head no one should go without recovery and that comes through jesus christ look i thank you for enduring and staying through this entire program because it was something for you for those of you that endured i pray that the lord bless you and keep you that the lord make his face to shine upon you that the lord turn his face towards you in favor in grace and empower you to prosper and give you peace that he scarred you on all sides that his sovereign all-powerful right hand cover you keep you strengthen you and be your weapon against the adversary in the name of jesus christ that you flourish in the name of jesus christ that you grow in the name of jesus christ that you increase in wisdom in stature in favor with god and favor with man i bless you and i speak the blessings of the lord jesus christ upon your house the blessings of the lord jesus christ upon your children the blessings of the lord jesus christ upon your upon your workplace the blessings of the lord jesus christ upon your finances the blessings of the lord jesus christ upon your health the healing of the lord jesus christ upon your loved ones upon your body upon your children in the name of jesus be healed be healed in the name of jesus be healed Cancel every in sickness, cancel all sicknesses, cancel all mental infirmities, cancel all lung depressions, cancel all cancers, cancel all brain diseases, cancel all system diseases, cancel all afflictions, cancel COVID, cancel monkey viruses, cancel monkey pox, cancel chicken pox, cancel it all in the name of Jesus Christ, cancel psychosis, cancel bipolar, cancel 
Cancel manic depressive. Cancel split personality schizophrenia. In the name of Jesus Christ, Satan, loose your hold. In the name of Jesus, the Lord Jesus Christ, overturn your lie and afflictions now. In the name of Jesus. Yes, I don't know I felt that in the Holy Spirit. He said, release that. I release it over you in your house in the name of Jesus. The healing angels are around you in the power of God. And the Holy Spirit is healing you from within. The healing angels are recovering your flesh in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, I bless you. In the name of Jesus, I bless you. Walking with the Lord, the Bible in my sword Cause the evil one growling like a lion when he roar I'm ready for the war, he won't be me no more In Christ I got the victory, it's over for the boy Standing in the spirit, he see it and he fear it I'm protected by the blood, he can hear it in my lyric When he bring the pain, get rebuked in Jesus' name I'm running with his tail tucked, can't you see I change? Yeah, on the streets I'm praising, God is amazing, Lord you're so amazed True author of the Bible, he gave man the inspiration God is amazing, Lord you're so amazing Please look out for me, and here's my proof God been calling me ever since my youth well back then, if only I knew Would you overhead store, I would've never run to you Hey, I don't wanna be a rich man I'd rather be Lazarus In the bosom of Abraham With love, peace, and happiness Hey, I'd rather be feeble than the camel Trying to pass through the eye of a needle for freeing my people He can't part with his possessions Then the Lord ain't gon' believe Hey On the streets I'm praising God is amazing Lord you're so amazing True author of the Bible God is amazing, Lord is so amazing The Bible said the meek shall inherit the earth And those whom God has chosen, he has ordained thee for birth Satan knows your worth, he wants to see you cursed Before you come to God, he'd rather see you in the hearse That's why he wants you banging, fornicating and slanging If he can keep you occupied, he can keep you hanging On to a wire, chasing your desire So you can swim eternally with them in the lake of fire Where everybody weeps With gnashing of the teeth No more getting turned up You'll be burning up with grief Begging for forgiveness Crying for forgiveness Looking to an ending of a pain With no ending Yeah, on the streets I'm praising God is amazing Lord you're so amazing True author of the Bible Gave man the inspiration God is amazing Lord you're so amazing Amazing! Please look out for me!